Thank you, Your Honor. People call Nicole Alvarez. Please raise your right hand. Do you solemnly state that the testimony you may give in the cause now pending before this court shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yes. Please be seated. Thank you. Please state your name for the record. Spell your first and last names. Good morning. My name is Nicole Alvarez. That's spelled N-I-C. O-L-E-A-L-V-A-R-E-Z. Ms. Brazil. Thank you, Your Honor. Good morning. Good morning. Ms. Alvarez, you of course recognize the defendant seated here in the courtroom, correct? Yes. Indicating Dr. Murray. In 2009, were you involved in a relationship with Conrad Murray? Yes. In March of 2009, uh, did you give birth to a son? Yes. And that son's father is Conrad Murray. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Did you uh, give birth here in Los Angeles? Yes, I did. At Cedars-Sinai Hospital? Yes. At the time that you gave birth, were you and the defendant living together? Yes. And that would be at 15406th Street in Santa Monica? Yes, that's correct. And how long had you been living at that address as of June of 2009? I would say three to four years. And when you moved into that location, did you move in with the defendant or did you move in on your own? Um, I moved in alone. Ms. Alvarez, how old are you? Objection, Your Honor, relevance. I'll overrule the objection. You may answer. 29. And in June of 2009, ma'am, was your home phone number 310-310-8070? Yes. And was your cell phone number at that same time frame 310-497-1115? Yes. I'd like to ask you questions now about your relationship with Conrad Murray. When did you first meet him? I first met him, I believe it was in 2005. And where did you meet? I met him out. Where did you meet him? I met him out in a social setting. Was that a club? I believe so. And was the club located in Las Vegas? Yes. Were you socializing at the club as well? Yes. Is it a place that you'd socialized on a regular basis? Objection, relevant. Sustained. Was Conrad Murray a guest at this club? Objection, relevance. Overall, you may answer. I, I, he was there, yes. Well, you met him there. Was he working there or was he a guest? I believe he was a guest. Are you certain about that? Yes. And after you met him at the club, did you uh, begin contact with him? Yes. Did you have an exchange of telephone numbers? I believe so. When you met Conrad Murray at the club in Las Vegas, where were you living? In Los Angeles. Where was Conrad Murray living when you met him? I believe in Las Vegas. You're just not sure where he was living? I mean, you said you believe. Uh, do you know where he was living? I've never been to his private residence, so no. So you 
when you exchanged numbers with him, you weren't really sure where he was living. Is that accurate? That's accurate. At what point in time did your relationship uh, develop into a personal relationship with Conrad Murray? A few months. So a few months after your first meeting in 2005, your relationship became a personal relationship? We were friends for a while, yes. And at some point, did your relationship progress to something beyond friendship? Yes. And did the two of you spend time together on a regular basis? Yes. Did you see him in Los Angeles or Las Vegas? Or both? Both. Ms. Alvarez, at some point during your relationship with Conrad Murray, did he tell you that he was Michael Jackson's doctor? At some point, yes. I did when was that? that? Mm. Perhaps in 2008. Did Conrad Murray also tell you that he treated Michael Jackson's children? Um, he didn't get into the details. I knew that he was his personal physician, but I didn't hear of him ever treating his children. So he only told you that he was treating Michael Jackson. He didn't tell you that he also had treated Michael's children. Is that accurate? Yes. When Conrad Murray told you that he was Michael Jackson's physician, were you interested in that information? Absolutely. And why is that? It's Michael Jackson. Must have been pretty exciting. Definitely. Did you ask Conrad Murray what type of care he was giving to Michael Jackson? I don't recall asking him any questions. Um, no. That you were interested, you just don't remember if you asked him any questions or not? I was extremely interested, but I um, just respected his profession, and I know that's, that wasn't his common practice to discuss his duties. So I didn't ask him. I figured that if he wanted to share information, he would do it on his time. Did you, in fact, meet Mr. Jackson? Yes. And who introduced you? Um, Dr. Mary. When was that? I want to say it was sometime in 2008. Was it before you had your son? Yes. And how did it come about that you got to meet Michael Jackson? <sighs> I'm still trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> Why um, is that? What, what is confusing about it? Because it's Michael Jackson. It's well, your, your boyfriend, Conrad Murray, was treating Michael Jackson, correct? Yes. And you were aware that he was treating Michael Jackson, correct? Yes. So how is it, how did it come to be that you actually got to meet Mr. Jackson in person? Did Conrad Murray arrange that for you? Yes, he did. It actually was a surprise. I remember him saying he wanted me to um, meet someone. So I, I didn't know where I was going. And... Um, that was what happened, and I was speechless when I met him. I couldn't believe I was meeting Michael Jackson. Did Conrad Murray take you to Mr. Jackson's home? Yes. And is that where you met Mr. Jackson? Yes. 
And how much time did you spend with Mr. Jackson when you met him? It was a brief visit. It was a brief visit. Must have been pretty exciting. Yes. Um, had you met other of Conrad Murray's patients or just Michael Jackson? I've met a few of his patients, yes. Would that be patients uh, in Las Vegas? I, didn't, I don't recall ever meeting any patients in Las Vegas, no. Where did you meet his patients? In Houston. And that would be before Michael Jackson's death or after? That would be after, I believe. So at the time that you met Michael Jackson, was he the only patient of Conrad Murray's that you had met? I believe so, yes. Did you accompany Conrad Murray to Mr. Jackson's residence on occasions after you met him? I did a few times, yes. Approximately how many times? Two or three times, I believe. And what would be your estimation of the month and year of the times that you went with Conrad Murray to Mr. Jackson's residence? I can remember because um, Michael was very interested in the baby. He um, saw my stomach grow with the pregnancy, and he wanted to schedule visits so that he could see my son. So it would be March, um, probably April, May, June. Well, your son was born on March 2nd, correct? Yes. So it's your testimony that the times that you went to Mr. Jackson's residence was after your son was born, correct? Yes. And you took uh, your child over to Mr. Jackson's house to see Mr. Jackson, correct? Yes. Would this be in the daytime or the evening times? I believe maybe one or two times were in the day, and I remember going one evening. And when you went to the residence, uh, did you uh, travel with Conrad Murray? Or did you travel on your own? I traveled with Dr. Murray. Ms. Alvarez, during the time that you have been involved in a relationship with Conrad Murray, to your knowledge, where was he practicing medicine? What locations? I was aware that he was practicing in Las Vegas and Houston. Any other locations? I, um, to my understanding, I knew that he had practiced in California, so I wasn't sure of a specific location, but I knew he had a history in California, a medical history somewhere. Did he have a practice in California? I'm not sure. He might have? Maybe. Did he ever mention to you, hey, I'm going to the office and uh, I'm going to go see patients here in California? Never. But he did speak to you about treating patients at his location of his medical office in Las Vegas, Nevada, correct? Yes. And he also described for you uh, his practice in Houston, Texas, correct? Yes. So he never mentioned a practice in California? No. Is it correct that he did not reveal to you or mention to you any specifics about having a medical practice in California? Is that correct? That is correct. Now, you told us that you're aware that Conrad Murray was treating Michael Jackson. Did that treatment, as you're aware, occur here in Los Angeles? 
Yes. Were you aware of whether or not Conrad Murray was treating any other patients in California? No. No, you're not aware, or no, you do not believe he was treating any other patients here in California? No, I'm not aware. Ms. Alvarez, are you living with uh, Conrad Murray at this point in time? Yes. And back when your relationship with Conrad Murray became uh, more serious, certainly before the birth of your son, was Conrad Murray living at your residence? Yes. Was he also providing financial support to you? Yes. Did he pay your rent? Cash and Overall, you may answer it. Yes. And what was your rent in the time period of April through June of 2009? Objection, relevance, overall. Maybe around $2,500. Did Conrad Murray also um, help you with other financial aspects, utilities, food, and so forth? At times. I was working, so that was his choice. If he wanted to pitch in, if he felt the need to do that, that was his choice. And you were working where? I am an actress with the Screen Actors Guild since 1998. And where were you working in June and May of 2009? I was acting. Describe for me, please, what you were doing. Well, as a professional actress, my daily duties consist of maintaining my instrument, going on several castings um, throughout town, meeting with different casting directors, and continuing to study and refine my craft. So I was working. It, acting is a little bit different than a nine to five. It's a little bit different. I don't have an office that I go to. Certainly, let me driving stop you. to a Ma casting is my job. Let me stop you and ask you another question. Yes. When you refer to an instrument, what are you referring to? Myself. I see. myself. As an actor, your instrument is yourself. So, would it be accurate to say that primarily in the time period of? April through June, you were focusing on keeping yourself prepared to audition for some event that would be available to you. Is that accurate? I was working. I was auditioning. And I had, um, I believe at that time, I had several national commercials running on air. So I was very busy juggling my profession and being a young mother. I was very busy. Did you... Uh, Speak with Mr. Jackson about your interest in the entertainment industry and your acting career when you met with him. Sustain, 350-352. I'd like to turn now to the months, ma'am, I'd like to turn now to the months of April, May, and June of 2009, focusing first on April. Was Conrad Murray living with you in your apartment in Los Angeles in April of 2009? Yes. Was he living with you on a full-time basis? In other words, every day? Well, he was working, I believe, continuing to um, maintain his practices in Houston and Vegas. So he wasn't there on a full-time basis. Were you aware that he was treating Mr. Jackson in April of 2009? I was aware that he was his personal physician. 
were you aware that he was providing treatment to Mr. Jackson in April of 2009? I was aware that he was his personal physician, so... Do you understand my question? No. Okay. I'll, I'll try to make it... No, I understand your question. My answer is no. Okay. So let's, uh, let's back up, please. In April of 2009, Conrad Murray stayed at your apartment, correct? Yes. And would he leave in the evening times to go to his job as Michael Jackson's physician? Yes. And what did you believe that Conrad Murray was doing in relationship to the time he spent with Michael Jackson? Objection relevance. Overall, please. I'm sorry, what's overall done that ground. You may answer. I didn't believe anything. I knew he was working with Michael. To what capacity, I wasn't sure. Well, you said earlier that you knew that he was Mr. Jackson's personal physician. Did I understand you correctly when you provided that answer? Yes, Mrs. Brazil. So at that point in time, in April of 2009, when Conrad Murray would leave in the evenings to go to work, he was providing care for Mr. Jackson, correct? Yes. And during the month of May, he was still going back and forth to his medical practice in Las Vegas as well as his practice in Houston, correct? Yes. And when he was staying at your apartment in April of 2009, was he maintaining a routine of providing care for Michael Jackson primarily in the evening times? Yes. And describe what you observed or knew to be his routine as it relates to his working as Mr. Jackson's attorney, excuse me, working as Mr. Jackson's physician in April of 2009. Describe to you the routine? Yes. My I, observations? Yes, I'm interested in his schedule. You've told okay. us that he provided care to Mr. Jackson primarily in the evening times, correct? Yes. So I'm interested in your knowledge or observations of his routine as it related to his schedule of providing medical care to Mr. Jackson. Okay. I remember that he would leave at around 9 p.m. And I'm using 9 p.m. as a marker because I would put my son to sleep at 9. So I specifically remember him leaving around that time and he would return in the morning, sometimes early morning, sometimes 10, 9. I, re what, I, I remember that when he would, in the beginning when he was working for Michael, he would come back early, really early, like 6 or 7, and then it went to 8, and then it was 9. It became later and later. And when you say... Uh, six and eight and nine, you're referring to the a.m. time, correct? Yes. During the time that Conrad Murray was at your apartment in April of 2009, would his um, schedule be regular in that every night that he was there, would he keep the schedule that you just described for us in providing care for Mr. Jackson? Leaving around 9 p.m. and returning in the morning, yes. And it was every day that he took those duties. Is that accurate? I don't recall if it was every day. 
I don't recall if it was exactly every day, like Monday through Sunday. Is that what you, or are you meaning Monday through Friday? I'm just referring to the frequency. So however it is easier for you to describe it, that's fine. Every day, very frequently. Some days he wouldn't go. That would be perhaps a day off? Yeah. I'd like to turn now to the month of May of 2009. Was Conrad Murray living with you at your apartment in May of 2009? Yes. And at that point in time, was he also, to your knowledge and observations, providing care to Michael Jackson? Yes. And would the schedule that you've just described for us related to Conrad Murray's activities in April be the same in substance in May? For example, would he leave around 9 p.m. as you described, be gone for the entire evening, and then return sometime in the morning hours of the next day? Is that accurate? Yes, it is. And it was your understanding, uh, ma'am, that Conrad Murray was providing care to Mr. Jackson, correct? Yes. And that care was being provided at Mr. Jackson's residence. Was that your understanding? I guess so, yes. Well, did Conrad Murray ever tell you where he was going when he was um, leaving every night and providing care to Michael Jackson? He... I think it was just understood. He never would tell me specifically every day, I'm going to Michael's. It was like, I'm going to work. So I, I guess I assumed he was going to Michael's residence, yes. And you didn't have any reason to think he was uh, anyplace else, do you? No. Did you ever call uh, Conrad Murray after the time that he left your residence during the time that he was caring for Michael Jackson? Yes. And how frequently or how often would you call Dr. Murray while he was working for Mr. Jackson? I don't recall it being too frequent. I was very tired. But you would, in fact, call him? At times, yes. And when you called him, did the two of you have a conversation? Um, It was always very brief. So a short conversation, yes. Turning now to the month of June, in June of 2009, was Conrad Murray living with you at your apartment on 6th Street in Santa Monica? Yes. Was Conrad Murray's schedule much the same in the month of June as it relates to his leaving in the evening hours to provide care for Michael Jackson? Yes. Would you say that In June, Conrad Murray spent more time at your apartment and then going to work for Mr. Jackson in June than he did in the previous months, or about the same? I think it's fair to say probably about the same. And you describe that as being virtually every night except a night off here and there? Yes. Did... Let's strike that. So you were obviously aware that Mr. Jackson was preparing for his concert tour in London, correct? Yes. Did Conrad Murray ever tell you that he had attended rehearsals? I uh, don't recall. Did you ever ask Conrad Murray if he attended a rehearsal? No. You weren't even curious about how it was going? 
I thought I was going to see the show. Well, were you planning to accompany Conrad Murray to London? Yes. And when did you become aware that you would be accompanying Conrad Murray to London? I want to say it was sometime after March. Would that be, are you placing that after the time your son was born? Yes. Were you aware that Conrad Murray was negotiating his contract for employment services as Michael Jackson's physician objection. prior to the... I'm sorry. I'll sustain the objection. You can ask the specific question of whether she was told by the defense. Did Conrad Murray tell you that he was negotiating a contract for payment for his services as Michael Jackson's physician? I wasn't aware specifically about the negotiations that were involved, but I knew that they were, we were planning to go and they were working things out as to about where we were going to be living, the time frame. So as to the details, I'm not sure what that involved now. Well, did you know that Conrad Murray's monthly compensation was set to be $150,000 per month? I learned that later on, but at the time, no. How did you learn that later on? Through what I've gathered through the media and news and... Didn't you see it on the contract when the contract was faxed to your apartment? No. Objection lack of foundation. facts not in evidence. The objection sustained. The answer stricken. Disregard, please. Ma'am, do you have a fax machine or did you have a fax machine in your apartment in 2009 in June? I did have a fax machine, but it was never, um, it's not a fax machine that's hooked up. It's off to the side and because of the phone line is across the room and it's not in a convenient place, it doesn't stay on. So if someone is going to receive a fax, they need to move the fax machine and hook it up. So I had one, yes. And didn't you receive a fax and notify Conrad Murray that his contract had been faxed to him um, in late June of 2009? I don't, I don't ever recall receiving a fax for him. Ms. Alvarez, in September of 2009, do you remember testifying in a court proceeding? Yes. And in fact, Mr. Walgren asked you questions, correct? Yes. And during that proceeding, Mr. Walgren asked you whether or not you saw the contract between AEG and Dr. Murray, and your answer was yes. Do you recall that? I do recall. And Mr. Walgren asked you, and in that contract, um, it indicated that he would be receiving a monthly payment, and your answer was yes. I never read the details of the contract. If it came through my fax, I recall seeing a fax, but as to what it was, I don't recall that. Ms. Alvarez, Mr. Walgren asked you what was that amount, and your answer was $150,000, I believe. Question, a month? Answer, yes. Mr. Walgren then asked you, and how was it that you saw that contract? Answer, it was in the fax machine. At your apartment? Yes. You that further, is correct. So it is, in fact, accurate that you received a fax at your apartment and you looked at the contract and were aware 
that Conrad Murray was seeking and would be paid $150,000 per month. I honestly don't recall that. If it was in the fax machine, then it was in the fax machine. It's not something that I was accustomed to doing his business and receiving his faxes. I'm not his secretary, his assistant. I don't recall the specifics. Um, but yes, if it was in the fax machine, then that is correct. Well, in fact, you were under oath at the prior proceeding when you were answering Mr. Walgren's questions. You remember that, don't you? Yes. And you answered truthfully and told Mr. Walgren that the contract had come through the fax machine. You were curious and you looked at it and that's how you knew uh, some details about the contracts. You would agree that you told the truth when you told Mr. Walgren that, didn't you, Ms. Alvarez? Absolutely. But as of this moment, I don't recall that specific moment. There's been a lot that has been going on over the past two years and things do become very blurry. So if that's what I said, that's what happened. Um, so in fact, um, thank you, Ms. Walgren. So in fact, you knew in September of 2009 some of the details concerning the tour and your plans to accompany Conrad Murray. Is that accurate? Yes. Were you planning to give up your apartment in Santa Monica, or were you going to keep it Objection. when you went on tour? Overruled. You may answer it. Okay. I wasn't sure what I was going to do yet. Were you pretty excited about going on tour? Yes. So when did you start packing to go on tour? I never finished packing. Did you know when you were leaving? No. Were you expecting that you would find out those details eventually? Shortly? Yes. And how long were you planning in your mind that you were going to be gone? Objection relevance. Overall, you may answer. In my mind, I knew that I would be gone at least up until the holidays and would be back for Christmas. So it was your understanding that you would return sometime in December? November or December, I believe. Ms. Alvarez, you were describing for us that during the months of April, May, and June, Conrad Murray was <clears throat> living at your apartment in Santa Monica, and he was providing regular, mostly nightly care for Mr. Jackson, according to the information that you had. Is that accurate? Yes. During that same time period, April, May, and June, were packages addressed to Conrad Murray delivered to your apartment? Yes. Did you have any advance notice from Conrad Murray that packages were going to be delivered in his absence? In most cases, yes. And what did he say to you? That he was going to be receiving something, that if there was a knock at the door, that it was going to be a delivery if I could retrieve it for him. You live in an apartment, correct? Yes. Does that apartment have a locked lobby access, or can anyone simply go up to your door? It's locked lobby access. So you would have to be notified that there was a delivery, and then you would buzz them into the building, and they would be able to go to your front door? I'm not sure how they get in, but they're able to come directly to the door without me giving them direct access. Do you have a doorman? No. So. Did delivery people just 
end up at your front door and you don't know how they got into the building? That's always the common practice for UPS or FedEx, yes. So just those particular delivery people would have access, correct? Yeah. So Dr. Murray advised you that he was going to be expecting shipments and they would be coming to your apartment and you should be on the lookout for them, correct? Yes. Did he give you any details or information about what was contained in the packages? No. Were you assuming they were medical supplies of some sort? No. Overall, the answer remains. Did you have any sense of what these packages contained? No. Did you open them? No. Did Dr. Murray tell you not to open them? No. Did you, did you need to sign for the packages that came to your residence? Yes. Was Dr. Murray also receiving mail at your apartment during this time period? Yes. <clears throat> Was his name on the mailbox? I'm not sure. You told us that some of the packages were actually delivered by a person to your front door. Were some of the packages also left in a common area? At times they do leave packages in a common area. In yes. this particular instance, during this time frame that I'm referring to, April, May, and June of 2009, did you retrieve packages addressed to Conrad Murray that were left in the common area of your apartment complex? I do recall once or twice. Um, you know, I would always check the lobby to see if there's anything there for myself or Conrad. And um, I do recall picking up a package in the lobby area. And you didn't ask him what was in these packages, did you? No. You would just alert him to the fact that a delivery had come when you saw him so that he would be aware of the, the arrival of the package? Yes. Runner, I have a series of documents. They are all FedEx receipts. I'm not sure what people's next is, Your Honor, if the court is People's what, Your Honor? 56. 56, thank you. Is that correct, Mrs. Benson? Yes, Your Honor. Thank you. Your Honor, I have a FedEx document bearing the date of April 28th. May it be marked People's 56. I have another FedEx document dated April, excuse me, April, excuse me dated um, May 1st, 2009. May it be marked People's 57. I have another FedEx document dated May 13th. May it be marked People's 58. I have a document, a FedEx receipt dated May 15th. May it be marked People's 59. I have a FedEx receipt marked July 11th, 2009. May it be marked People's 60. And finally... July 11th? June 11th, Your Honor. Maybe I misheard. Thank okay. you for the clarification. I just wanted to clarify. Thank you for the clarification, Your Honor. Thank People's you. June 11th. People Exhibit 60 bears the date of June 11th, 2009. And People 61, another FedEx receipt bearing the date of June 16th, 2009. May it be marked People 61. Thank you. People's 56 through 61. <laughs>
Alvarez, I'm going to show you a series of documents that you've seen before and ask you some questions about them. Your Honor, may I ask the court to turn down the lights a bit? Thank Mrs. you, Mrs. Benson. Benson. Ms. Alvarez, are you able to see the document that has been previously marked as People's Number 56 on the screen to your right? Yes. And this um, document is a, a FedEx receipt, and it bears a recipient address of 15406th Street, apartment 404 in Santa Monica. And it indicates the recipient, uh, Nicole Alvary. And I believe that's your last name spelled incorrectly with a Y. It also has Conrad Murray, MD, as to the recipient. Do you recall signing for this FedEx receipt that came to your apartment on April 29th of 2009? Not specifically, no. Do you recognize the signature that is contained there in the middle section of the exhibit? No. But that is your correct address as of June of 2009 and actually as of April 29th, 2009. Is that accurate? Yes. And this label or this um, FedEx receipt looks familiar as to receipts that you did receive at your residence during that time frame? Yes. People's 57. Ms. Alvarez, do you also recognize your name and address on People's Number 57, a Federal Express receipt bearing the date of March, excuse me, May 1st, 2009? Yes. Did you receive shipments from FedEx during this time period, May 1st, 2009, or do you remember? From FedEx, I, I don't recall the specific company that was delivering the packages, but I do remember receiving shipments, yes. And you were receiving them on a fairly regular basis throughout April, May, and June. Is that accurate? Not every day, but it was every now and then, yeah. People's number 58. Same questions, Ms. Alvarez. Do you recognize your name, Conrad Murray's name, and your address on this Federal Express receipt that's dated May 13th, 2009? Yes. Do you recognize the signature in the box in the middle? It looks to be um, M-A-G, perhaps an M. Do you recognize that signature? No. Do you have any idea who would have signed for that package? No. And you told us in some instances packages were left in the common area and could have been signed for by someone who worked at the building or anyone else. Is that accurate? It's accurate to say that I, I, I know that packages were left in the lobby area. Yes. But you just don't really know who always signed for them, did you? No. People's number 59. Do you recognize this Federal Express receipt? It's dated May 15th, 2009. Also has your name and Conrad Murray's name and your address. Do you recognize this document? Yes. It is 
similar document to those shipping receipts for other packages that you've received on behalf of Conrad Murray at your apartment? Yes. People's number 60. This FedEx receipt is dated June 11th, 2009, and it indicates here in the middle that it was signed for by N. Nicole. Do you recognize the signature where my red pointer is indicating? Yes. You're laughing. Is that, is that your signature? It's very sloppy, yes. But it is your signature? I do recognize that, yes. And this receipt also has your name, Conrad Murray's name, and your um, address as the recipient of this document, uh, this shipment, correct? Yes. And finally, People 61. This FedEx receipt is dated June 16th, 2009. And this one also has your name, Conrad Murray's name, and your apartment location. And it's also a, a FedEx receipt that you recognize as being similar in appearance to all of the other receipts reflecting the shipments that went to your apartment. Is that correct? Yes. Your Honor, may I ask that the lights be turned on again? Thank you. Ms. Alvarez, besides yourself and Conrad Murray and, of course, your young son, was anyone else living at your apartment during the months of April, May, and June of 2009? No. Alvarez, I'd like to turn now to June 25th of 2009. You told us that you had a cell phone number and a home number. I don't think we need to turn the lights down, Your Honor. I think we can see it without. Ms. Alvarez, I'd like to direct your attention to the exhibit that's previously been marked as People's Number 52. And I'd like to direct your attention to the telephone call at 1.08 p.m. Do you recognize the 310-310-8070 number to be your cell phone number in June, on June 25th of 2009? I don't remember that being my cell phone number. Was it your residence number, perhaps? I, I believe so, yes. One moment, please. Is your seat okay? Affirmative. All right, thank you. Ms. Alvarez, I apologize. I have an additional FedEx receipt. Do you recognize this Federal Express receipt dated April 8, 2009? It also has your address and your name and Conrad Murray's name. Do yes. you recognize that? Do you also see... I'm sorry, yes? Yes. Do you see the signature area? Is that yours? Yes. Okay, back to the phone chart. People's exhibit number 52. Ms. Alvarez, we were focusing on the phone call at 
1.08 p.m. And you indicated that you recognize the 310-310-8070 as uh, a phone number that you had in June of 2009. Is that accurate? Yes. Do you recall receiving a telephone call from Conrad Murray on June 25th at 1.08 p.m.? Specifically at 1.08 p.m., I don't recall that specific phone call, but I did speak to him on that date, yes. And is that when he advised you that he was in the ambulance and there was something wrong with Mr. Jackson? Objection meeting. Sustained. Did Mr. Murray advise you that he was en route to the hospital when you spoke with him in the afternoon on June 25th of 2009? Objection meeting. Sustained. Ms. Alvarez, did you speak with him, Conrad Murray, on June 25th of 2009? Yes. Do you recall the conversation? Yes. Was it a brief conversation? Yes. What did he tell you? I remember him telling me I, um, that he was on the way to the hospital in the ambulance with Mr. Jackson and for me not to be alarmed because that he didn't want me to be worried because he knew that it would I would learn this through the news and you'd be upset yeah and did you also receive phone calls from Conrad Murray later that afternoon for example 3:58 p.m. 4:31 p.m. 4:32 p.m. and 5:02 p.m. I don't remember if I received phone calls or if I was calling him at that time there was a lot lot going on. Yeah. Did you recall or do you recall that you spoke with him during uh, the afternoon time of June 25th of 2009? For example, were you able to reach him? I, I don't remember if I was able to reach him or not. I don't remember. At some point later that day, did Conrad Murray arrive back at your apartment in Santa Monica? Yes. Do you know how he arrived there? No. He just basically showed up? Yes. May I have a moment? You may. Thank you, Ms. Alvarez. I have no further questions. Ms. Brazil, thank you. Cross-examination by the defense. No question, Your Honor. Gorgian? All right, thank you. Ms. Brazil, uh, Mr. Gorgian, may Ms. Alvarez step down and be excused subject to recall, Ms. Brazil? Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Gorgian? Yes. Thank you. Ms. Alvarez, I want to thank you for your testimony. 